And I think because golf in Olympics, it's a rare tournament for golf. So I just like to give myself a chance to get in there. And if I ever did, then try to enjoy the mood and take all the experience. The goal for the Philippines at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics is simple. Our first gold medal. And while the games are delayed due to coronavirus, the country's top athletes stay motivated to achieve their Olympic dreams. Hi, I'm Beatrice Goh, and this is Targeting Tokyo, Stories of Filipino Olympic Hopefuls. Yuka Sasa is a golf sensation not only in the Philippines, but all over the world. At 19 years old, she became the country's first major golf tournament winner in the 2021 U.S. Women's Open. How big is this win? The U.S. Open is the oldest and most prestigious major tournament in women's golf. It also awarded Yuka $1 million dollars one of the biggest prizes in women's golf tournaments. First, I'd like to thank my family. Um, I wouldn't be here without them. And... I'm sorry, I'm not good at this. It was also a remarkable milestone for Yuka. She tied South Korean star Inbi Park for the youngest player to win the major at exactly 19 years old, 11 months, and 17 days. Yuka triumphed in spectacular fashion as well. After staying in contention in the first three rounds, Yuka slipped early with back-to-back bogeys in the second and third holes. American crowd favorite Lexi Thompson looked poised for the title with a five-stroke lead after the eighth hole. But in the next 10 holes, Japanese Nasa Hataoka and Yuka climbed up as Thompson collapsed. Yuka capped off the final round with back-to-back birdies and a par to force a playoff with Hataoka for the U.S. Open crown. The Filipinas showed nerves of steel and got the whole golfing world watching her. The playoff extended to a sudden death, where she converted a 12-foot birdie putt on the third playoff hole, sealing the thrilling victory. I just did what I always do in other tournaments, and kinakabahan din naman po ko, hindi naman po ko manhid. <laughs> so, wala naman po pinagbago, so I just trusted the process that worked. Yuka immediately cracked into the top 10 of women's golf world rankings with a career-high number 9 spot. Now that she's granted a membership in the Ladies Professional Golf Association, or the LPGA, and a number of exemptions in major tournaments, the golf world is set to remember her name. Yuka broke into the Philippine sports scene when she won a double gold in the 2018 Asian Games in Jakarta, Indonesia. Similar to her U.S. Women's Open triumph, Yuka trailed China's Liu Wenbo by three coming into the 18th hole of the final round. 
but she fired an eagle to overtake the Chinese, who collapsed in the final hole. Here's how thrilling Yuga's Asiad win was. From Philippines, Miss Sasso Yuka. It was an unexpected win for Yuka, as she did not spend a lot of time trading in Jakarta. I actually wasn't able to join my teammates to practice in Jakarta for the tournament because I, I had the tournaments um, overseas, like US, Japan. So I joined them like a week before the tournament. Aside from the individual gold, teammate Bianca Pagdanganan emerged with a bronze that helped clinch the team gold for the Philippines. I wasn't really thinking about the results or anything. I just wanted to enjoy the tournament and enjoy the time with Ate Bianca and Ate Elke. And yeah, we won gold, so that was unexpected. But yeah, we were so thankful. Yuka's Asian Games double gold was a major springboard in her transitioning to a professional career. She already had plans of qualifying for the professional golf tournaments which made her skip the 2019 SEA Games in the Philippines. I actually tried to qualify as a professional in 2019. I wasn't able to join the SEA Games because I had a tournament in Japan, in America. I had a pretty good event, so I was really sad that I wasn't able to join. But if she didn't qualify, Yuka had a fallback for amateur golf. But yeah, I tried to qualify in 2019 and I told myself that if I didn't qualify in LPGA or JLPGA, I'll go to college, which is the University of Georgia. Coach Josh followed me since 2016, I remember. And yeah, they already offered me a scholarship back then. I wasn't able to visit the school in 2016. So I actually started visiting schools starting on 2018 after the Asian Games. But I qualified in JLPGA, so I decided to turn pro. Yuka kicked off her professional career in 2020 in the Japan LPGA. As a rookie, she won two straight titles in the NEC Karuizawa Championship and the Nitori Ladies Golf Tournament. Despite not being a member of the LPGA yet, she earned an entry to the 2020 U.S. Women's Open, where she finished 13th. First of all, I was just so glad that I was able to play a tournament because I was just a rookie. I didn't thought that I would be able to play the whole tournament in Japan. So, yeah, I was just glad and thankful for all the opportunity that they gave me. But... Yeah, I was really not expecting all the the finishes that I did last year. And with all that experience, I think I'll be able to use that experience for my future golf tournaments. And I'm really thankful for that. Though she is pursuing what she loves, there are major differences in playing professionally. It was my dream to be a professional golfer and 
yes, the life is a little bit different now because as an amateur, you don't get paid. And now as a professional, you have a lot of expenses. So you need to work. I enjoy playing golf, but in some way, it's more like work, like half of it is like working and half of it is like playing golf. But it doesn't really get on my way because, you know, I love playing golf. She suddenly had to think about spending for flights, accommodations, and caddies. But Yuka doesn't let money get in the way since she has to prioritize her performance. When I turned pro, like I had to think about those things. So, but yeah, that money isn't really in my way. I Money is like just a side. It's not my main road. Since I turned pro, I had also to think about my rankings. I think that's the most important thing because when I play good, my ranking goes up. But then if I don't play good, my ranking goes down. So that affects everything, right? So I have to play well. I have to earn. That's the most challenging part as a professional golfer. Yuka was born in San Ildefonso, Bulacan, but moved to Japan when she was four years old. She watched the tournament and instantly fell in love with golf. At that moment, she already dreamt of being a professional golfer. I watched a golf tournament when I was a kid, watching Paula Creamer, Yanni Chang in Japan, Miyazato Ai and Ryo Ishikawa. I watched those players and I was like, okay, I want to be like them. <laughs> it was expensive to play golf in Japan. That's why Yuka started playing in the Philippines when she was eight years old. Her dad was her first coach, but she ended up finding mentors in coach J3 Altea and professional golfer Miguel Tobuena. I knew coach J3 way back since 2012 or so, but Kuya Miguel was 2014. I think that's the first time I, I actually went to see him play. When I have in questions or if I need advice, I talk to Kuya Miguel and Coach J3. More importantly, Yuka's biggest inspiration is former world number one, Rory McIlroy. She continues to be a loyal fan of the four-time major winner. And she even got a boost of confidence when Rory posted a motivating message for her on Instagram before the final round of the 2021 U.S. Women's Open. It's the same. I think Rory's on the top. Yuka has virtually secured a spot in the Olympics, where the top 60 players in the world rankings earn slots. The Olympic golf event will be held at the Kasumi Gaseki Country Club in Saitama, where she hopes to get home court advantage despite the challenge. I actually played the golf course a few times. I played there on winter time, so it played a little longer and it was raining. So I can't really say what the golf course looks like because I'm pretty sure in summertime, the golf course looks different. But yeah, I think it'll be very challenging golf course. But she will make sure that she will not put too much pressure on herself. I think for me, for my 
the way of thinking. I won't think it as a different tournament. I'll just try to think that it's it's just another golf tournament so I could relax more and perform better. I'll look at the stats and I'll take all the positives that week and take it to next week and be better. I think that's really it. Even though she can push more young Filipinos to play golf, Yuka wants their love for the sport to be genuine. I'd love to help. I'd love to grow the game. I don't really want to force a kid to do it. I'll just give them an option of this sport. This is kind of fun, but I don't want to try and force someone to play golf. Just because I tried to help them, I want them to love golf. But right now, Yuka just wants to focus on her game first. To achieve goals like clinching the number one world ranking and the Olympic gold. I think I'm still young and I, I still have long career. So I think it's still not the time. I think I'll, I can do better. So I hope in that time I can inspire junior golfers or even golfers in Philippines to play golf more, right? So right now I just focus on getting better. Thank you for tuning into the ninth episode of Targeting Tokyo. It's an honor to have Yuka on the podcast. We're featuring Taekwondo Jin Kurt Barbosa up next on the podcast. From being a former UAP rookie MVP, he is now going to see action in the biggest stage of sports. We are also just weeks away from the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, so follow Targeting Tokyo on Spotify and hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to stay updated every Sunday. Don't forget to rate this show and leave a review. Again, I'm Beatrice Goh and this is Targeting Tokyo, Stories of Filipino Olympic Hopefuls.